Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Podcast. You have everything inside you to live your life on purpose. Just click your heels, step into your Ruby Slippers and head home to yourself. Hey guys, welcome back to this episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. I am Rosie, your host. Thank you so much for choosing me to be in your ears today. I'm super grateful as always. I have got my beautiful, beautiful friend, one of my closest friends actually, Jess Warner on the podcast today. So Jess is a mother of two. She is one of my business partners. She is an early childhood educator by trade. And Jess is the person that I call when I have days where I'm like, I think I'm an alien because these humans, they just don't seem to see things the way that I do. They just want to kill each other and they're being mean and I just don't understand it. So I think I need to like phone home and someone needs to come and like orbit me out of here because this can't be what everyone's like. And she's just like, it's okay. I get you. <laughs> she's like that friend. So I value her very much because she doesn't judge me. And she's one of those people I've I've done a podcast on the importance of finding your tribe. And she is one of the people that I value so much as part of mine because I know if I'm ever carrying on or operating out of fear that she'll call me out on it. And I know that if I'm going for something, she'll cheerlead me on. And those are the kind of people you want to be around. So beautiful, Jess. Thank you so much for coming on oh, the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully they don't beam us up during this podcast. No, that would suck. That yeah. would suck. But it would be a viral podcast. So um, that could also be really good for my ratings. Though I couldn't record anymore, so that would also suck. But anyway, uh, good legacy to leave. Good legacy. Yeah, true. So, true. you know, I'm about like ruby slippers and finding your purpose and all that kind of stuff. And I think I interview a lot of people and a lot of people that are kind of further down the track. But I like to keep that balanced with interviewing people that are maybe not as far down the track as other people so that everyone that's listening can get like a broader perspective of where they might be at and connect with someone that is possibly more closer to where they are or they can see that as oh yeah I'm heading in that direction or that's way too far away that's like five years away that person you interviewed but that person is like a year away okay I know I'm heading in the right direction so Jess, what were you doing? What was like default life for you when you weren't, you know, living in that aware, conscious, purposeful ruby slipper, when you weren't wearing your ruby slippers? I mean, really, all my life I've just been the box kicker, the the people pleaser with the side of mean girl, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Always wanting to, to make people happy but also knew how to get a little bit of mean girl in there if I needed to get my own way and it was always you know the okay so I'll be school captain at primary school and then I'm going to be school captain at high school and that'll happen and then I'm going to go and study this and I'm going to do this and you know ticked all those boxes and it was just because that's what you did you know that's what you do as you go through your life you don't you question just off. do mm. Yep, yep, you just do and you do because that's, you know, that's what your parents have done or that's what the people that are a few years ahead of you are doing and yet you're inspired by them for some reason. So I was just always ticking boxes, I guess. And even when I thought that I was maybe living a little bit more outside the realm of ticking boxes and I was starting to, you know, when I went to uni and I was encouraged to be, you know, a critical thinker and that kind of thing, I... On reflection now, I, yeah, maybe I was 
critically thinking, but I was thinking within the container. You know, mm. I was thinking of, okay, well, this is what you can be analytical about. This is what you can have critical thoughts about, but anything outside that, no, 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 you can't do that. You know, you've got to stay within the realms of what we say is okay to think about, you know, and just always having trust in, you know, the people who you're meant to trust, you know, always having trust in your teachers, always having trust in doctors, always, you know, just, just that narrative that so many of us, I think here in Australia, you know, we just, that's what our narrative yeah, is as we grow up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't had any huge, huge dramas in my life. I've, I've been very lucky in that way. I had an amazing childhood and all of those things, but just went along picking the boxes. And I think that moment for me that I sort of decided to put my ruby slippers on was, and as cliche as it's going to sound, but when I had my first baby, that was really not just a, a process of, you know, giving birth to her, but I really do feel like I rebirthed myself mm. um, when that happened because, you know, all the things that I was critically thinking about or thinking about myself, it just became a whole new perspective when all of a sudden you're holding a six-pound baby in your hand and, you know, you're thinking for them now. Mm. You know, it's it's not all about you anymore. You, you you're responsible for another human, <laughs> and you're thinking, okay, now I need to start making decisions on their behalf. I think it was easy to sort of just go along with the flow when it was about me, because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just do that because everyone else is doing it and follow the leader and all those kind of things. But once I really became the leader for her. <laughs> I mean, I'd been a leader in other aspects of my life, but that was just a whole nother level when mm. that happened. And um, and I started thinking about things that I'd never really thought about before. And I think I really opened myself up to welcoming in new information from an angle that I've never seen it before. And I think that's, that's why doTERRA came into my life. Um, you know, I was more welcoming of sort of natural solutions and that kind of thing and that was a, a bit of an entry down the rabbit hole for me where mm. I just started connecting with more like-minded people like yourself and like you know just just people that sort of you know things that I had maybe thought oh that's interesting but never really thought to question before because it was so far out of the box that you know I wasn't even going to look at it. Then I started to, to really think about it. And, um, yes, yeah, the path that I've been on for the last four years, really, since having Marley, it's opened me up to a whole new way of looking at things, really, yeah. Thanks for being part of our purpose. The Ruby Slipper podcast is kept ad-free so we don't annoy the shit out of you with ads. If you'd like to keep it that way and receive exclusive gifts from Rosie, please click on the Patreon link, which you can find in the show notes or at rosynerney.com. This is not an ad. What would you say is one of the bigger challenges that you had when you were waking up, I guess, Mm -hmm. and starting to realise that you don't have to check everyone else's boxes, that you can decide what your life looks like on your terms, et cetera, et cetera. What would you say is one of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome in really stepping into that and not allowing other people's opinions and fear to like dictate how you operate? Well, look, to be honest, I'm still very much a work in progress in that aspect, you know, and I think that's, you know, as you were saying, I'm, 
a lot of the people that I listen to on your podcast, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so amazing. But they probably are another five years down the road from me. Whereas at the moment, that's, that's still something that I work on daily because, you know, as a <laughs> reformed people pleaser, <laughs> perfectionist, it's really hard, especially if there is still that element of fear of, okay, well, if I really speak my truth and if I'm really showing my authentic self, how, uh, you know, how is this person who has been such an amazing friend to me all my life or this family member who's always had this perception of me, you know, it's really hard to, I guess, sort of think about how they're going to perceive you now and what your relationship like with them will still be like. So that's been something that's challenging for me. But I guess in saying that, if I see friends now that I haven't seen for a long time and they give me the old, gosh, you've really changed. I'm also like, well, thank gosh. If I was the person that you knew 20 years ago, then something has gone drastically wrong. Yeah. You know, because, um, well, realistically, change is the only constant, isn't it? So, um, you know, if you're not changing, you're not growing, you're not evolving, you're not living. So for me, I still really feel like I'm on a bit of a pendulum where one day I'm just so myself and the next day I'm sort of going back towards the people pleaser box ticker um, depending on who I'm interacting with at the Mm. time as well. So, yeah, it's a work in progress but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh, and I think like I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I'm like 10 years into my journey now on questioning things and the first five years you do pretty quietly. You do, yeah. you do very quietly because you are unlearning and questioning and figuring things out and you're just trying to come to terms with the fact that, oh, my God, actually everything I taught was just someone else's opinion and I, don't, I have never even questioned that. Is that what I want? And when you get smacked with that in the face, it's massive, it's yeah. so massive. It's it's quite can be quite overwhelming, and you don't just like fall into oh my god, my life's on purpose, everything's amazing like overnight. That doesn't happen. <laughs> it is a long process. It really, really, really is a long process, and a lot of women find once they have children, it does like everything changes. Uh, even people that have had really successful careers or successful businesses, they'll have kids, and all of a sudden they'll be like, I just don't want to do this anymore. So, even though you do. Kind of, And I think so many people listening to this are going to be able to relate to you and they're going to be like, thank you, Rosie, for putting someone on here that is actually near where I'm at. So even though you kind of struggle with being around like certain people and you're, you're still in that, uh, how do I act? How are they going to react? All that kind of stuff. You don't go backwards. Like you're committed to moving forwards. Mm, yeah. So what is that that drives you to keep moving forwards? Well, because, you know, well, I guess back when I was the people pleaser, always was always, you know, well, I've got to keep moving forward because I've got to be learning and growing so that I can, you know, make, make a bigger impact. And um, a lot of it was very ego as well, you know, so mm. I can get the accolades, so I can, you know, get the pats on the back. Yeah, you need that external thing. validation. Totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. 100%, 100%. And now I think I'm, you know, obviously I'm an early childhood educator. I love creating um, space for people to come and learn more about themselves, I guess, particularly children. But I think 
when I wanted to be at home with my own children, you know, doTERRA gave me that platform as well because I could create space for people to come and learn things, which I love to do. And for me, just to be to be able to present myself in that space as me, as showing up as me and no one else and doing things the way I want to do things, that's something that keeps me moving forward. But really, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it, it comes down to that it's really not about doing it for anyone else now except the two little people that, you know, get up and look at me every morning like I'm the best thing in the world. And it's huge for me to know that I can run a conscious business and be helping people. But at the end of the day, when when those two little people are looking at me and I'm giving them everything that they need, that's, that's more than enough for me. Um, because I know that, you know, if we could all just really, really honestly and truly look after our own environment, then that's going to ripple out everywhere. Absolutely. Can you imagine if everyone did that, if every single person on the planet did that? 100%. And I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do either Mm. because I guess I've always been quite a driven person. If I set my mind to something and I say I'm doing it, I'm going to do it. Um, So sometimes that's a bit of back and forth of, oh, I'm kind of feeling pulled in this direction, but it always does come back to, you know, hand on heart, what's the priority here? So, yeah, I think that's what, what keeps me moving forward at the moment whilst a lot of things, you know, I've, I have probably dove into that personal growth, personal development space a bit more over the last 12 months doing courses and things like that where I'm really trying to unlearn who I currently am to learn who I was, if that mm. makes sense. Unlearn what the programming has made you. Yes. And yes. learn who you are without all the programming. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So, Whilst that's really helping in my business and helping in my friendships and in my marriage and all of those kind of things, at the end of the day, if I really broke it down, my main prerogative for doing that is to be the best person I am to be a role model for for my babe. I love that. And so many people are going to be able to relate to this. And I think it's so important because me, I've got like big dreams and all that kind of stuff, and I, but I didn't always you know, it evolves. Your your yep. purpose and your meaning and everything for life evolves. And once you kind of nail it in one area and you're happy with it in one area, then you'll find all of a sudden you'll turn around and go, oh, I didn't even know that door was there. And you go yep. and walk through it. It's like learning to walk. You have to learn to pull yourself up first. You've got to learn to crawl. You've got to learn yep. to shuffle around the furniture and then you've got to learn to like stand up and take those steps. If you miss a step, like, I mean, you would know this, if if babies miss crawling, there is a major part in their brain development that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you have to go through all the steps. Otherwise, you've got to come back and fill them in later and it's so much painful doing it that way. <laughs> See Rosie with her ruby slippers on, trying to find them underneath the mountains of motherhood. Follow her Instagram at Rosie Nerny. What I hope everyone listening takes from... Jess's story is that it doesn't matter how far down you are and you don't have to be like looking so big and dreaming so, you know, big or what you may perceive as big. It's just about doing your life on purpose where you're at in your space for that day, deciding how that is for you and then just following the breadcrumbs, Yeah, just following where that takes you. I think it's it's important to, you know, like like you said, you've got big dreams and and I've got big dreams too, but I'm also conscious of where I am in my own personal timeline. Mm. And, you know, I have small children at the moment mm. and they're not going to be small forever. Mm. And, Definitely. you know, so if that means that I'm not going full steam ahead with everything that, 
rattles around in my head right now mm. for me. I know some people love to operate that way. Some people thrive off just doing all the things all the time. Mm. But I, Or do they thrive? Well, that's the <laughs> question. <laughs> they, well, maybe I just perceive them that they mm. thrive. But I think, you know, some people can operate in that space. But for me, I'm at the moment, like, with where we are in the world right now, this is April 2020. <laughs> if you're listening to this down the track, you'll remember what was happening in April. Mm. Things are a lot slower now. And I feel like that's just had so many silver linings to it because it really has maybe it made me be able to stop and reflect and go, okay, let's, you know, reshuffle and reevaluate what is life on purpose for me right now. And mm. um, that's been such a blessing. So, mm, yeah. I agree totally. Especially with my kids, I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying a much slower yeah. pace, a lot less things to do, which is um, in turn creating a lot more connection in our home, which really is what's important. So, um, yeah. Because they're probably actually enjoying it a lot more too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, many, so many kids these days have busier schedules than us and then we wonder why they can't cope. Yeah, you know? definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Because, you know, we're just ticking boxes. Really? Yeah. Really, it is. It's just ticking boxes. Yeah. Okay. So if anyone listening wants to find Jess, learn a bit more about Jess and maybe go on your journey alongside of her, you can find her on Instagram at kindred, K-I-N-D-R-E-D, paradise, where you'll find Jess and all the things on motherhood and... Blah, blah, yeah, blah. you'll probably find me there two or three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm only posting on purpose, so it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Not just posting for the sake of it, posting on purpose. There you go. Love it. Love yeah. it. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being here. I'm sure that plenty of people listening will have connected, related to it, and just gone, oh, I'm so glad that someone that – I can see the next steps aren't too far away or yeah. that I'm that I'm it's on the right track. So, yeah, yeah, just do you. I love it. Thank you so much for being here and yeah. thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. I look forward to catching you next time on the next episode. Take care until then. Rosie loves kicking up her heels in her Ruby Slippers. To help her with her purpose, rate and review us wherever you listen.